Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast, AV Club, where today, again, we're going to take another look at, and it's going to be the third episode in the uh, series of Premier Passions. I'm Richard Easterbrook, and once again, I'm joined by Matthew Keelan and Gareth Barker. Welcome. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Yeah, fine. Thanks. All right, really, yeah. I know I ask this every every time, but how's how's lockdown? Um, coming to an end, apparently. Well, uh, so not for, not, is it though? Not for me, not, Clive. Not, not, for, not for Clive. <laughs> not for Clive. No, no, not for Clive. <laughs> are you are you locking down further, Gareth? Locking down further. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you mean like you're going underground? Yeah. Like into the basement? No, I can't go out. I can't go out till uh, well the first of August anyway. So well, that's not too bad though. But like I, I'm I'm not con. <laughs> Not confident uh, once the pubs reopen that um, everything will be uh, everything will be fine at the end of July. We'll see anyway. That's boring. Well, I'll go out and uh, try the on, pubs out for you. I keep on thinking about like when we used to be able to just go places, and it makes me a bit sad. Like when I used to like yeah. just go to like a different city and like go out for the night and go to different places and have a nice time. That seems yeah. like quite far away. But well, you, po- you, never, you never know. These podcasts uh, are, are tonic in some respects because you know you have a bit of a bit of a laugh. Yeah, agree. Yeah. No? Right. So this this third episode of 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 Premier Passions um, again continues with 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 the search for a new striker. Um, meanwhile, their form takes a tumble, and there's a new signing finally. And it ends with the tiny and weird derby. So lots to go at in this episode. So we'll crack straight on. Um, what's what's your first observations? My first observations. Well, generally, just yeah, just generally. Anything that strikes you as being noteworthy straight off the bat. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it before. I feel as though you, you, you're queuing us up for something that we should have noticed. I know, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I didn't notice anything no, that, no. initially that was sort of like, wow, episode no. three has arrived. No, it's, it, it, it starts starts with the, the trip to, to Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, the, the, oh, band, um, the band, I noticed them. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, the band. God, are they a thing anymore? No, they've been banned. Maybe. They got banned, didn't they, from the World yeah. Cup? Yeah, thankfully. Yeah. Which is a bit richer, isn't it, considering that, like, 2010 World Cup was, was famous for the Voodoo's yeah, yeah. I think hearing The Great Escape 30 times in the space of 90 minutes is slightly less annoying than the sound mm. of... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure about know. that. I don't know. I find the... Um, the England know. band, like really annoying. Yeah. There's like four tunes, and all of them are crap. Mm. Played badly, yep. and um, so of as well. It's like when you go to a gig, like people have really real issues with keeping in time with anything. So like, oh yeah, just speed up and then become like inaudible and shit. So I'm pleased they were banned. Fair play. Mm-hmm. I think the fir- the thing that strikes me is obviously Sunderland's um, lack of goals comes to the comes to the fore. We take the lead and then concede concede twice, um, condemning us to a two one defeat. I mean, um, the Pere- and it's it's the Gina it's the Gina McKee bit that does it. 
Go on then. Like when, she, when, she says it, when she says at the end, let's face it, football isn't a complicated game. You just have to put the ball into the net. Yeah. I mean, there is very much more to it than that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very much, yeah, it very much sounds also, like a... Yeah, I mean, and also like the fact that like they've been going on every 10 minutes about that we can't find a goal scorer. It's like, if it was that easy, we wouldn't be talking about this now. Exactly. What, what, what do we do? Just put just a man in the strike force. We kind of did, didn't we? We kind of sort of did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Paul Stewart was This lot kind of do it. <laughs> I mean, it, and, uh, like, I used to, like, when, this has kind of really made me review my opinion of Lionel Perez. So I used to like him, oh, and now he's, yeah, he's, he's terrible, he's just isn't awful. he? <laughs> like, he's really just <laughs> awful. awful. Like, he's just terrible. <laughs> Like, like cool. if if you put the ball like a foot either side, side yeah. Lionel Perez, it's a goal. It's quite he impressively manages to like no matter where the shot is that he's saved, divert his save back into the middle yeah. of the goal. Yeah, back into the yeah. back into the um, like area, it could yeah. it could be right in the top corner, and he like try and stretch and tip it over, but he and he'd be able to like almost palm it, cushion it down for the for the, the like the on incoming striker to slot on the rebound. No, I mean, he was really just, probably he was like Lee Camp. Yeah, he was very Lee Camp. When he dives, he like doesn't move, go anywhere. Like he doesn't get any. Like he actually doesn't get. He gets further away from the ball, like while diving, which is quite quite a, a feat. So and you got to respect. I've, I've said this about about Lee Camp before that when a goalkeeper is told to make themselves big, Lee Camp makes himself small. Yeah. Mm. And and Perez is very much from the same kind of playbook. He he sits down or he sticks his legs out and he just kind of like nonchalantly goes down and doesn't actually do anything. If the ball's going over him, he'll make himself smaller and then, oh, it's just terrible. Well, it's like but, he almost sort of gives up. Right, there's a shot coming in. And he's like, yeah. "Well, I'm not going to save this. So what's oh, the point?" No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't remember us being this. Like, we we weren't like defensively. Terrible, it doesn't feel like, but the goals we concede. Are I think when you isolate abhorrent. the goals, yeah, they're like, oh, like, that, that, like yeah. that second goal is like really terrible. And all the goals, as we, we've pointed out before, are, are, are all exactly the same, yeah. But like, yeah, there's just no communication whatsoever between any of the back five, including the goalkeeper. When you look at the Spurs game from the from the from the previous episode, um, and we'll get on to the Chelsea game. Wow. There's, there's parallels, and you look you look at it, it looks like schoolboy football from our side. Yeah, of like there's no shape, and I, I I know we've conceded over the last like five years. We've conceded some hilariously bad goals, but this looked like on another level. It looks like it looks like, ni- it looks like really nineties, doesn't it? Yeah. And I know it is. Yeah. But it looks very much like goals that I think I mentioned this the other day. Um, very much like goals that are on the crap nineties football yeah. feed on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, really, we should like all. Obviously, we're being sucked into this idea that like we need a striker over and over again. But like, really, we should have bought a goalkeeper, shouldn't we? Well, sent a half as well. <clears throat> well, we had Chris Woods on the books. Yeah, we that did. Season. Yeah. Obviously, David David Priest as well. Neither of those had a had a look in once. Uh, once injured goalkeeper Tony Cole. That's amazing, um, by the way. I was laughing a lot once, at that. 
You know, a Tony Coton didn't cost big money. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not even sure. Probably a fee thousand, well, thousands. Thousands, really, if if anything. Yeah. yeah. Just like a nominal. Remember when like footballers three. cost fifty thousand pounds? Yeah, three probably three thousand for for Coton. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. And if they did a if they did a medical on Ronan Harazzi at that, <laughs> that level that they did, what they do with Tony Coton? It's like because he was like he was he was injury prone anyway. Was he? I mean, you can't really. Le- you can't yeah, really but you can't legislate like from nearly losing his yeah. leg. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was a ticking time bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not like he's got like a dodgy hamstring. Like, like <laughs> I mean, the injury he got was reasonably unfortunate. You'd have to say. Yeah, unfortunately, we've we've just discovered that his uh, that his leg is actually made of, of ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One bad touch to it, and I could be <laughs> so, at least five places. <laughs> but yeah, you, you're spot on. I think, you know, spending a little bit of, and I don't know, there was it was never kind of raised at any point in that season. Going like, actually, the goalkeeper's a bit of an issue. Was we didn't we didn't ship lots. We didn't like we, we didn't we, we, obviously we weren't free scoring, but defensively we looked okay. It's yeah. just it always seemed to come down to Perez. Yeah. But the goals were calamitous, though. Like, a lot of the goals we've seen, like, yeah. the, the opposition yeah. just walking through the defence. Yeah, we can't clear any any balls in the penalty area, basically. That's, that's, the, that's the, that is the problem. That, that is a real issue it's either, as well. It's either we concede from a goal kick or uh, our own goal kick. <laughs> One of our or own goal kicks. if somebody puts the ball into the box, yeah. it's like... Everyone just panics, and then the ball yeah. bounces around for ages, and then goes in the net. Um, but yeah. yeah. So Peter Reid is delving mm. back into the transfer market. Well, um, delving. When we have to remember at this point, it's obviously very much a pre-internet world. I mean, the internet did exist, um, but not in the way that we know it now in terms of like instant information. So the sight of him being surrounded by Rothman's yearbooks yeah. mm-hmm. is is quite quite stark. Knowing, knowing now that I suppose like if you mention if someone like an agent rings up and says I've got this player for you, you can do a Google on it straight away and kind of go oh, actually, it's, it's no good. Well, but, well, that's the way. I mean, <laughs> when, when you go back to the Harati thing, that's the mad thing, isn't it? It's like has he how has he found him when this <laughs> is a bit like basically he just reads Rothman's books and try to find players. That's very yeah. um quite overlooked, really, that he's just sat there in his office just drinking yeah. cans. Yeah. yeah. I mean there's no the what what we so he, what we do. He scoffs he yeah. scoffs at the opportunity of signing a Scandinavian player. Yeah. Could have been Henrik Larsen or someone, uh, you know? No, but this <laughs> million this started two million started two million quid over there now as well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as if they've never had like an econ- like economy over there. There's just no good players. Oh, they've got there, money really. now. Damn it! <laughs> like according to Peter Reid, there are no there are no good players in the world. Basically, just nobody's <laughs> worth anything. Yeah. I'm not gonna. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like He's not worth every that. pund. Yeah. He's not worth that. And then fast forward five years. <laughs> yeah, and it's just buying people for millions. Mm. Yeah. Just shit. Just, yeah, yeah. Cause like. It was very much, is it? But he, maybe it is just weird. Like that whole, he's just like, nah. Nah. 
just everything's just, just like everything's instantly dismissed. Yeah, yeah, dismissed that one. Like, no, yeah, like, just... well, do you not want to? Maybe, well, yeah. Do you like? Do you not want to like, like consider the, it? No. Because the Rothmans is is a yearbook for for British players, isn't it? So is it? having like international players, I know you had a European yearbook as well, but the advent of the internet, you might have like kind of started discovering players like actually. Argentinian players don't just appear during World Cups. They actually play in an Argentinian league, and you can, mm. you can scout yeah. them and stuff. They're just and like, like kept, like yeah. preserved until the World Cup and then released. This is wonderful. <laughs> my favorite, my, suddenly dis- discovers the world of scouting. My favorite bit of this whole extra, whole scene is the where it ends. Um, where I'm gonna, I'll, I'll try and do a Scouse accent if you want. Um, where he just goes wow. there. Who's the uh, President Lorenz now? Like, like you knew, like you knew, like you knew who he was before. Like the way he says it, he's like, "Oh, oh, who's the uh, the President at Ren now?" It was um, who's that president? It was a uh, Frenchy McFrog before, wasn't it? But he's moved yeah. on. So Jean Michel Jarre yeah. again. It's like you got on really well yeah. with the previous president. It was that uh, Gerard Debajer, wasn't it? That that's obviously for uh, for Johnston. But it must be it? for Johnston, yeah. But and that that's not referred weird. To that's not like yeah, it, yeah. like yeah, in yeah. the narrative of the thing. We actually did sign. I thought he was he signed as a striker. Um, Alan Johnston. He wasn't signed as a wide player. Um, but which is like really weird oh, right. that it's not referred to. Oh, so that went was well, he through the middle striker? Yeah, he was through the middle. He, he did, I don't think he played in the Reds though, but he was a through the middle striker. Um, mm. But he was signed as such. Mm. But yeah, it's just great. It's like. Again, it's like just a weird, like maybe we're just being harsh to Peter Reid. I don't know. It just the image, like you say, like mm. him with the cans, you know, <laughs> the, like just looking through like Rothman's books and that, and he's just like, oh, the yeah, oh, the president. It's Ren. the cans. Yeah. Like, what you like the shit? The Budweiser stubby cans as well. And football now, yeah. like this is the Premier League. For the Premier League. Premier League. Yeah. And the manager's just sat in his office drinking cans. It's, it's yeah. incredible, really. It's brilliant. Like, it's brilliant. Yeah. Sure, Guardiola does the same. Do you reckon he was like, it were the cans? So he was, in... he was, do you reckon he was like, I'm not paying, I'm not paying 10 quid for like a fridge pack of Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, <laughs> nah. nah. Yeah. Just buy a single <laughs> can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, they started five quid over there. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Fucking These hell. Scandinavian, the, the Carlsberg is two pound a can. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere these days. But there is a bit of yeah. there is a who, who, there's a bit of movement <laughs> on the on the old transfer front. Uh, John Dal Thomason, oh, yeah. who's available around two million pounds, um, wow. playing in Holland, through the middle striker, and he comes along to the Charlie Hurley Centre. And the first thing that strikes me is that there's people at the training ground. Yeah, there's like, a new player. That so, it's a new player. Yeah, yeah, and they're all like kind of cooing about it. Obviously, now you could like you could Google or you could kind of do a little bit of research on it, and you'd Go. probably get a little bit of an inside track on it because you know you, you could you could do a little bit of detective work, couldn't you, on, on mm. who the player was? Um, but they just said, said but where it's Clins- not Klinsman really? disguise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Klinsman in disguise gets way too much of a laugh. Yeah, I know. I mean, he kind of looks yeah. a little bit like yeah, that... a fighter pilot, in my opinion. 
like in like yeah. like an extra from Top Gun or something like that. That's what he kind of looks mm. like walking around the training ground. Um, yeah. But it. Do you think it's got like a Val Kilmer look to him? Yeah, he's got. That way he's got kind of vi- a vibe, definite vibe. Yeah. Didn't he go? Didn't he play for the Mags? Yeah, he went. To, he went to Newcastle. Yeah, Val <laughs> Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he went to um, Newcastle the following summer. Yeah, went the Mags. The following summer. Yeah, well. So, and it yeah. was terrible. Um, yeah, well, I mean, really was right then. But, well, he wasn't right because like, he was looking around. So, I mean, they obviously agreed the fee, but do they not? Do they not have like the conversations about the wages, um, like before he comes to have a look around the training ground? Because they're like... already well, they're already basically like talking themselves out of the deal, aren't they? Because they're like, well, he's available for two million pounds, uh, but you know, he, he apparently wants forty grand a week, and that's a lot, you know, for a, for a kid at his age, stage of his career. And then they're sort of saying, well, of course he's got to settle in the area. He might not want to do that. So basically, they're already backing out of well, the deal. To be fair. Before. Yeah, forty grand a and week the, is and then they're kind a of lot, talking themselves of, into saying that's like, a lot. Oh, of money. I know. In 1997, 40 grand huge. a week is like a, it's a lot of money up. now. It's like a lot of money now for like a. a, a bit. Well, I remember well, like Robbie Fowler being on that when he was at Liverpool around that time. He was on forty grand because I remember seeing it in the paper and going, "That's an ungodly amount of." Well, money. that's thousands. So, yeah, it's literally thousands. Like, so. I mean, I don't think I don't know what our who our highest paid player at that particular time was. You'd assume maybe, maybe Quinn, Paul Stewart, because of because of yeah, yeah, or someone like Bracewell coming in. Yeah, um, well, Bracewell's there previous with, so. with his ex. Do you know? Yeah, but he'd yeah yeah. The wouldn't I bet you the wouldn't yeah. have been a player so in that squad. Yeah, I'd say Quinn. I reckon the wouldn't have been a player in that squad earning more than fifteen a week. I bet you like. I can't believe no. there would have been. I wonder what the paid waddle. No, not at all. <laughs> for like a six-game contract or whatever it was, seven-game contract. <laughs> we'll get on to him later. Yeah, yeah get on to Waddler. Waddler. Get, give it to Waddler. <laughs> get in the box. Yeah, well, yeah, so we'll the get next... on to that as well. Yeah, yeah, so Sunderland's next trip is to Chelsea, ah. um, which is a little bit of a... A little bit of a disaster. Bad day at the office, you could say. It was on Sky the other day. Um, this game. It was on. Was it? it was yeah. live on. It was live on Sky at the time. It, yeah, was, well, that's probably how it was. It was, was yeah. Sun, it was a Super Sunday game. Um, it wasn't a Super Sunday no. for us. What I liked but, about so this, Chelsea are a, are a cutting edge Premier League Premier League club. Premier League club. What I enjoyed about this was the Raj kickoff. Did you notice this? No. No. It's like really weird. Again, going back to like that crap nineties football thing. It's just not what you would see now. So like, like all of our players like really close to the ball, like almost like they're waiting for like a scrum, <laughs> and and then like as soon as they kick off, they just like run out, like all of them run out, like there's like four of them players just like run really quickly towards the ball. It's like really weird. Like <laughs> nobody, like you never ever see this, like now, which just looks terrible. But like, well, the standard the standard kickoff was always like pass it backwards, 
Hoof. Then like hoof to the yeah hoof it the as corner. far as you could yeah, like, yeah. to the to the touchline. Someone wink, someone run down the and wing. And there was that whole like, betting market on. Oh, yes. There was a whole betting market on a first story of a game. De Jong, well, so Dion Dublin, Dion um, Dublin uh, kicked the ball out, didn't he, and got in trouble for it because he basically mm. he was a first spot fixer. Dion Dublin, oh no, yeah, innocent. I think he was. No. And in, it was an innocent uh, mis- indiscretion, I think, um, at that time. Um, but I mean, Perez again was terrible. I mean, that he's just rubbish, <laughs> isn't he? It's like that's the thing. It's like all he just like yeah. all the time. But being fair to him in this situation, it it was like he was the worst of a bad bunch because our back four, say back five, maybe with it with the defensive midfielder in there. There, there, there's no shape at all. It was easy. It was slim pick. It's it was shocking annoying. that, like, it was, the, it was just easy for them. Yeah. The um, so when they, when they pull it back to three two, and then the fourth goal for Chelsea, they just lose the ball, and yeah. just no one bothers to try and get back at all. It's just, yeah. it's ter- it's terrible. It's really awful defending. Just generally shit football. Like. <laughs> Just and then Perez, well, just doesn't look like. Did he ever? Did he save anything ever other than that double save he did in Sheffield United? Did he make another I know, save? I, don't, I keep on he thinking makes that a, now. He made a save, but then then the following. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He passionately like, pushed it back into the danger area. Like yeah, some yeah. of them were probably not even going in. Yeah, it's a I bit. Think like, he was a lot better when he cut his hair, or when he had his hair cut because obviously he didn't do it himself, but. When he had it done and it was a bleach blonde and that, he mm. seemed to be a better goalkeeper for it. Is that because he was playing the division like kind below? Of reverse. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah, it may, that may, that probably has more to do Vail. with it than, yeah. than a haircut, yeah. Yeah, it's probably got more to do with it. But there were quite a few howlers in that season, to be fair. So, um, I remember. But, yeah. Um, very much a man. Well, not, style, once, have, not once have we substance. seen a. a well, I'm a big fan of that. To be fair, and I do admire him and and of course love him for that. But the not once in this series do we see an actual save from him, no. where yeah. Gina McKee would, for example, go and a great save from Lionel Perez managed to keep Sunderland in the game. That just didn't happen, did it? No, so no. we might as well basically like... not fielded a goalkeeper. Yeah, I think the fact that he isn't questioned at all. In this documentary, might have something to do with what what Phillips told us. In, uh, Kevin Phillips told us in the uh, in the ninety seven to ninety nine two seasons review that we did with him last week, when he was saying like a, a comedian made a, a joke about his wife and mm-hmm. and Perez pinned pinned him up against it, grabbed him by the throat <laughs> or something. So so maybe if it was like yeah, uh, Lionel, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring Preece in for the next game. Next thing you know, like Bobby Saxton and Reed like being pinned up simultaneously against the wood paneling in in Roker Park. <laughs> This is great. So basically, Lionel Perez ran ran everything. Yeah, yeah. Just all, ran the night, the all the nightclubs and so <laughs> Yeah, so that, that that might have something to do with it. Great, that absolute well, lunatic as well. Yeah, it's like it's weird after though, because like like they obviously have the bits with the the supporters, um, the man who stuck up the ladder, the teacher. And um, <laughs> the slowest painter in the West. Yeah. 
the yeah. teacher the teacher um Te- the teacher annoys me in this it's just like saying like oh it's like Sunday league tactics Sunday league players all this and I don't I don't remember there being <laughs> people being so negative about the situation but cuz we had like overachieved by getting promoted really and to be mid table mm. For the vast majority of that Premier League season, we'd overachieved. We'd spent like no money, really. That's probably where a little bit of it comes from, isn't it? Like people thought, oh, well, we started the season like this, so why are we now shit? Mm. Like people who probably don't necessarily understand football. Um, And it's like sort of when Blackpool came up and were top of the league, no one was expecting them to like finish fifth. Like, and ultimately they got relegated. Yeah. But like, actually, it's very similar to that season, isn't it? Really, that um, that Blackpool season when they when they were mid table for a lot of mm. it and then didn't win for no. fifteen games. Um, but I think the 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 fans the the interviews start like an- annoying me more as the season as the as the series goes on. To be honest, yeah, um, yeah, me too. Especially the um. The school girls. I know. I, I feel like she's, can't, I feel she's like talking I about the match yeah. at Nuka. I know. I feel like I, I have know, to I check. Mind, I feel like I I'm trying to have to check myself as... when I'm like in criticising her because she's just like a young lass, so it seems a bit harsh. Well, you're not now. She's like forty now. I know, yeah. but at the time she was exactly. young. Lass. Yeah, she's gonna be. She'll be our age. She'll be older than us because it sounds like she'll be sixth form maybe, and and obviously. Matt was a. She's probably Matt was a. Well, was a bear. Right, yeah, I'd have been. <laughs> she might be a. Me and you, Gareth, we were fourteen. T- so. She might be a Tory MP I now think... or something like that. I don't know. Never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> Who knows? Should, should I should I employ the same amount of research into that I did with Handy Andy? Well, you know, because you you've given up. Yeah. Or do you think searching for Sunderland, Sunderland <laughs> school girl, <laughs> is probably a bad idea? <laughs> no. Probably a bad idea. Yeah, probably a bad. Idea. Well, you've yeah. given up on the Handy Andy. We'll come to that at the end. But you've, uh, yeah, you've kind of given, yeah, I, don't, I feel like you haven't. I don't feel as though you've given up. I feel as though you haven't tried. We'll we'll come to that. We'll, we'll, in our normal conclusion, so that people have to listen yeah. on for the latest handy handy update. Mm-hmm. We'll only give it all away now. It's good that. That's good. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to kind of shoot your load early on in the in the mm. show. Oh, alternatively, you'll know when to turn off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the <laughs> soon as the changing room steam drops in. Yeah, I have to apologise for that actually, because um, when I, when I was editing, because we're being last sued week, by the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just looped, I looped it about ten times because I didn't realise we talked for, about Premier pa- about uh, changing rooms for about ten minutes. You know what so I'd I like? To, you know what I'd really like to see? It was a bit annoying at the end. It's still in my head now, really? just going round and so, like just to <laughs> to touch on this, I'd like to see um, conversation of Lionel Perez's mishaps with the changing rooms theme tune playing over the background. Yeah, that's quite a good idea. Yeah. That would work as well. Now that that is something I can get on board. <laughs> can you do that, Richard? I could. Yeah, I could do a lot that, of yeah. licensing issues. Um, oh, I don't care. I think uh, it's weird. Is that um, I was watching the thing and on Netflix, um, and it's got Lawrence Llewellyn born in. Well, <laughs> but it's, well, but it's well, like you made someone cry. But it's new, so it's like it's like a new thing. So he's still like he's still. Doing things, still destroying yeah, people's still living thing. rooms. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it was that the one, the one that you're referring to, Matt, was when he he um he did like a, a gothic, yeah, kind of baroque dining room. It was terrible. It's really difficult Dark to find this walls. clip on online. Like I couldn't find it the other day. I was trying to find it. Well, it 
like the handy Andy one, it pops up on these uh, these Channel Five shows. Yeah, with, you know, t- top top fifty kind of disastrous TV moments. <laughs> just a, and it has like the the Blue Peter elephant taking a shit, and then then it then it cuts to Handy Andy yeah. with his teapots, and then then Lawrence Well and yeah. Bone with his with his black and white checkered painted painted floor, a painted floor. Uh, uh, yeah, I love changing rooms. Maybe they should like maybe. How come Lionel Perez hasn't made it in one of these like top fifty worst TV moment things? It's got like oh, yeah. Dick, I mean, be, got Dick. You'd have a show yeah, in itself. Yeah, got Dick and Tom like talking about. Oh, I remember Lionel Perez uh, when he conceded that uh, go away Sheffield Wednesday. It was terrible. You don't you don't hear that, do you? Ver- Vernon K. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember Chris Lionel Moyles. Perez. He was terrible, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, people are like that. I, I'm on board with this. I think it's a good idea. Let's contact Channel Five and pitch it. Well, you could. Yeah. I think it's probably like they could do it in the similar way that they've done, obviously, the cinema releases of like Bohemian Rhapsody and like Rocket Man. They could do Perez, and it yes. could be like a like a biography. But, of, yeah, um, mm. I'm interested of, like, in this. Lionel Perez's life and career. His bizarre transfer to Newcastle United, and then um, becoming a cult hero at Cambridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Forgot no, that. I'm interested. I'm interested in that. I'm, I'll, I'd, I'd like to read your you treatment call it, on that, right. Matt. I'm interested. So Lionel. You call it Lionel. Yeah. And then everyone will be like, "Oh, this be about Messi." <laughs> rather have Lionel. Rather have Lionel. Like, <laughs> sit down. It's I'll like, sit down at the pictures, and I'll be like this useless French random bloke. French bloke. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> what? Right. Do, I'll, wait, I'll get to work on that in the meantime. Yeah. But like um, ground Tommy the groundsman, um, oh, I love him. Uh, you know he's having a talking about Peter Reed after the criticism that he gets from the teacher, um, and yeah. he says something which I was really baffled by. Where he says he says you do you do a day's work in one for him. And I was thinking, is that just not going to work? Yeah, is that just literally not going to work? Yeah, I didn't. Quite understand it's that, yeah. isn't it? Just like literally, <laughs> it's literally the, going the, to only, work. the only, well, the only uh, thing I, you know, think I, def- I definitely do all my work in one it, that I've got to do it, in that day yeah. on that day for that man. I would I think he might have said, I think he might have said you'd do a double day's work in one. I couldn't hear the double, well, I thought he said just do a day's work in one. Well, we, we can maybe get the BBC to clarify. Yeah, shall we write it? Uh, yeah. Tommy Groundsman. Yeah, Richard, you need that's another on your list. So you have to set up a Trello board for us. So, well, why don't I'll, you? I'll write in the point of points of view. Well, if you if you um, if you are emailing about Handy Andy, just put this bit within the email and like CC like head of factual um, into the email, and then just like two birds with one stone. And then they might it, you you might get something back off both on either topic, so it's an idea. Right. Well, I've got my work cut out for us. But yeah, well, then we well, sign we sign Chris Waddle, don't we? That's quite exciting, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Signing a thirty-six-year-old Chris Waddle, and but, doesn't he uh, look? Gina it? McKay says <laughs> not not a not a shining star, but a burning, burning ember. ember or something. Yeah. Which is probably quite complimentary, really. Yeah. I, mean, I, well, I remember com- being quite excited about this. Well, she's quite complimentary to him, considering she just said that Niall Quinn was past his best on the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she wrote off Niall Quinn. <laughs> Written off, yeah. 
I'll tell you this now, he's going to do fuck all for his club. <laughs> That's what they should have. Should re- Mark my words. Recut, re-cut um, with real Gina McKee. That's what they should do instead of her script. And yeah, then she yeah. can say things like that. That's what they should do. Revive it. So, so Peter Reid's um, shining endorsement of Chris Waddle is... Chris is the only one we could get in. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. So like, Chris he's Weddle. scouting, like, and his don't have to do much scouting though, do you? No, we? but like, no. I mean, well, this is it. He's gone through the Rothman's book and been found banging Chris on for Waddle. the whole season about signing yeah. someone. Found yeah, and we've ended yeah, up with Chris, Chris Waddle. Waddle. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was watching like, the fast show one night. Like, and to be he was fair, like, you read him. the whole book that's as well. Man. Yeah. Maybe that, that I reckon that's how he so signed him. He's through phase. Well, he got right at the end of the Rothmans book as well to end up at Waddle. So like, <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. He's definitely maybe. Oh that, yeah, I know him. I've, I've I might have played football <laughs> yeah, with him at yeah. some point. Might have played <laughs> England with him. He actually played with yeah. him. Yeah, forty-two-year-old <laughs> Peter Reid. Yeah. He's like Gary Stevens wasn't he's available. Uh, so, signing uh, signing of a former teammate. Yeah, it's um. So he has a bit of a, seven, a bit of a, for seventy-five a, a, grand, though. A rude awakening with the journals, doesn't he? Yeah, thousands yeah, again. Grand. Seventy-five grand, literally thousands. Where did he go from? <laughs> Where did we sign him from? I don't know. Got no idea. I can't remember. Was that Bradford? Oh. Yeah, I think no, it was no. Bradford. He went. Did he not go to Bradford after Sunderland? Did he not go to Burnley I thought, after? I thought he went to Burnley. Yeah. So he, was he at Bradford? Was he? Hang on. Hang on, I know, what, I know what I'll do here. He definitely it's played for Bradford. The, it's the age of the internet, isn't it? Yeah, he did. Read the Rothmans book, Rick, so, and tell it. No, no, I'll, I'll email Handy Andy's agency. <laughs> yeah. BCC. Historian at Rothmans.com. Oh, dear. Sorry, I've just uh, I've just just brought up his Wikipedia page and it's. It's a black and white picture of Chris Ruddle with a cup of coffee. Well, fair enough. Uh-huh. Why not? You best you look at it. So he started off his Probably career at Tau Law. Did you start at Tau Law? Did you say there? Started at Tau Law, yeah. Oh, well. And he, he worked in a sausage factory. <laughs> so that was his that was his uh, humble beginnings. Um, but yeah, after after leaving Sheffield Wednesday, where he kind of enjoyed. Um, a very a very good four years. He went to Falkirk, uh, then played four times for Falkirk. Went to Bradford, uh, played twenty five times during that season. Then he moved to moved to us later on that season. So we signed him from Bradford before he went off to Burnley. And then he began his descent down the leagues. <laughs> Great. To Torquay, Worksop, Glapwell, Gareth. We've both played yeah. at Glapwell's football. Scored game. at Glapwell, Richard. That's, I scored at Glapwell. That's something you did. So that's something we've got in common with, uh, did, with Chris Waddle. Did Chris Waddle's... How many goals did Chris Waddle get for Black, Blackwell? None. Uh, yes! <laughs> so you scored, scored more goals, more goals at Blackwell than, Chris Waddle. than Chris, Chrissy Waddle. <laughs> get it. Waddler. Give it to Waddler. So, give, so it bar, get, right? give it to Barker. Give it to Barker and get in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a bit of context, when I was when I was a journal, I was I, I worked yeah. down, in, down in work, so that was my trainee job. Um, Blackwell was, was about... Five miles down the road from work, so oh, the, we um, played against the man, the Mansfield Chad, which was the 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 neighbouring newspaper. It was in our group, and every year we had a we had a a, a football match there. Good journal shirts down there. I think it was on the it was on the um, great ones. 
the the the, the, the border. <laughs> so we used to go down and play there. But Chris Waddle, I think, because he was living down in Sheffield, works up in Glapwell, uh, not too far away from there. So, <clears throat> so yeah, lovely, lovely place, Glapwell. I was just just wondering what the journal shirts were were like down in that part of the country. In those days, yeah. Well, in those days, they were they were, they were like the two tone ones were in. Ooh. Ooh. So, dude, I'd, I've, I think I've spoken in, on this pod before about my two tone kind of a like blue and green effort. Mm. So catch catch me in one light and I'm wearing a blue shirt. Catch me in another light and I'm wearing a green shirt. Catch me in a separate light altogether and wearing both at the same time like those Seat people, people were driving that. for ages that were like yeah. purple and green went, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Nissan launched them for a while and everyone had a pearlescent teal Almira for about five years yeah that was a pearlescent journalist well trailblazer really mm. yeah no I didn't wear a blazer no no but um, I also as but yeah, Chris Waddle. I like yeah. the man that, that who's fuming at the training ground. Well, you know, it's an indulgent, yeah, also, and an, yeah. it's an indulgent yeah. in the transfer market. So it's yeah. seventy-five indulgence. grand, an indulgence. Why is he complaining about indulgence for spending 20, seventy-five grand and then saying, "Well, if he's got ten million, now, you know, why isn't he spend it?" So like, this is very confusing maybe he wanted to us, me. Maybe he wanted us to pay ten million for Chris Waddle. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we if yeah. Reedy had just done that. Yeah. Everyone like, sick of everybody having a Gordon for not spending any money, so he yeah. just buys thirty six year old Chris Waddle for ten million pounds <laughs> for seven games. Seven yeah. games. <laughs> Brad, Bradford in the football in the in Division One, get a fax through. Uh, yeah, Peter Reed's just offered a. Uh, oh million. no! <laughs> give, give him a call and ask. Him. Yeah. I meant like, ten grand. He's like he's like ten. He's like a slab deep of Budweiser. And he's like yeah, ten million pound. Get him in. You can do a job. Make a statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the only one we're gonna get done. That maybe that's well, why he was no the point. only one because because yeah. uh, no he spent all the money. There's no, point, yeah. no point saving the rest of the money because there's no one else, so we'll just give it all yeah. to Bradford for Chris Waddle. Yeah, I mean, within the the narrative of this, um, and we were discussing this before, is that again we did sign <laughs> Alan Johnston as a striker, so I, I don't understand like this. Well, we didn't get anybody for ten else million because we definitely we definitely did, and Darren Williams as well. When did he come in? When did Darren Williams come in? Uh... He was already in at this point. Was it? I love um, how it's just not mentioned. Christmas though. was it around Christmas time? We must have got him in. He's, he's definitely signed halfway through sure. the season. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he didn't sign at the start. Yeah, let's get him on the next episode, and he can tell us all about it. Um, well, yeah, he'll, we'll be, he'll, the, be, he'll um, be in the next. We'll get him to do the next episode. So we'll get, we'll get him to do the shout out at, at the at, at the break. But yeah, which is just coming up now. Is but it? All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. But the final final point before that is is that uh, this is where Tony Corton's captioned as being the <laughs> So funny. I couldn't stop that, laughing. That's, that's on his gravestone, that, isn't it? <laughs> just goalkeeper. Tony like, Corton, injured goalkeeper. It's like something off The Simpsons, isn't it? Like, or like a cartoon. <laughs> injured goalkeeper. He must have been watching that thinking, oh, come on. <laughs> Everyone knows this, he's... this little scene kind of it, it shows him in a bit of a better light. Yeah. Than, uh, than what I'd kind of previously 
seen him in like he's, he's got like quite a dry sense of humor and it was quite funny it was like oh yeah there, there were people down the training ground yeah yeah the, the usually they're like Bowley says oh they're usually there for you aren't they yeah yeah last week it was Colton Colton Mania yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colton Mania. that was quite funny for him I mean it, and it, it, it's funny yeah. though now that it quite literally is Colton Mania now it's the uh, training ground yes given mm. given everything place, that's going on um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a joke then. It's not so funny now. <laughs> Darren Williams joined in October 1996. Um, for, way before right. this, then. For a fee of £50,000. From York. From York. York. Where he'd only, made, pounds, that's like... he'd only made 20 appearances for York in, in two I years. Again, how is this? Sunderland. So there you go. We made some bizarre. That is bizarre. So you, yeah, so him, like, where's um, John Mullen is another one. Where did it would have been? It would have been. Was it Rotherham? Ah, uh, right. yeah. No, I think he went. He went there. Went Did he not go to Burnley? Oh, right. Did didn't he play Burn, for Burnley as well? Yeah, Everyone seems to have played. All of these players have I played think... for Burnley. <laughs> Every Sunderland player went to Burnley after like, this no, we, year. No, we signed him from. Bawley went to Burnley. We signed him. Something to do with Stan Turnant, wasn't it? We signed him from Burnley. Um, yeah, we signed him from Burnley. John Mullen's career doesn't even he have, went back there, isn't though. even sectioned out on Wikipedia. <laughs> It's just, just like one part oh, no. of his entire career. <laughs> we'll have to sort that um, out for him. Um, so it doesn't really, it doesn't really tell you how much we signed him for. But he signed in nineteen ninety five. Actually, John Mullen, to be fair. So he signed before. Oh, um, and then he went on loan in nineteen ninety eight to Preston and Burnley. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so. He, he was at Burnley in from ninety two to ninety five. Then he signed for Sunderland in ninety five, and, and during that time he went on loan to Preston and then Burnley, and then in nineteen ninety nine he returned to Burnley, um, oh. <laughs> and then left for two thousand and one. So it's like Rick, Ricky and Ralph's Northern Road trip, but with so, John Mullen. Yeah, it but and it's just it's just him going to Burnley and Preston, so <laughs> from Sunderland. So That's, it's a very uh, it's uh, a fairly flat. Um, in ten years, depressing. he played. Yeah, in ten years, he played for three clubs, and they were Burnley, Sunderland, and Preston. On and off, he just mm. rotated. So there you go. Wow, that's that's John Mullen. Ended his career yeah. at Acton Stanley. No, well, there we go. The North didn't like the South, did he? No, these other two clubs are Rotherham and Tranmere. Well, again, there we go. So yeah, fair play to him. There you go. That was that was John Mullen for you. Hi, John. Okay, let's have a break. He's only forty-four now. Let's have a break. Yeah, let's let's get a break in. Coming up after after that, we've got um, more more uh, struggles. More more struggles. <laughs> Doesn't get any better on the pitch, but off the pitch, there's a little bit of hope. Hi, this is Darren Williams, and you're listening to the Wise Men Say podcast. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. And uh, I don't know if any of you've noticed, but I am I am wearing mm. 
the uh, one of from the terraces fine range of uh, t-shirts. Mm, indeed, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Really nice. I, it, it was. I thought I'm. I'm, I'm I'm going to be talking to the lads, so the lads are the going lads to are love this. Yeah, I enjoy it. So like, from the terraces, uh, casual, casual terrace inspired, um, not sportswear, but sports inspired. They do lots of great stuff. Yeah, so you can get also, your cargo shorts, your your t-shirts, yeah. your polo shirts, your long sleeve polos, your jackets, your jackets of this world, your journal shirts, your journal shirts. They do a good selection of journal shirts, like. Um, so if you use the code WMS10 over at fromtheterraces.co.uk um, you can get yourself a lovely top 10% off um, or the entire basket even isn't it? you could, you could kit yourself out um, for all weathers to do sweaters Which as well you need so, to so the sweaters as well sweaters. So. yeah the sweaters are great they should branch out into socks as well and underpants, so you can like do your full and trousers, and shoes, or your a nice pair of chinos. <laughs> Not actually, I don't know. If that's terrace wear, is it really? No, really, go. It's not really terrace no, wear, no. is it? It might be modern terrace wear. I don't know. Why did you try it for the corporate? <laughs> for the corporate uh, area. The corporate hooligan. The corporate hooligan. <laughs> yes, for the corporate hooligan. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. That's the new. That's the new that's slogan. Yeah. So yeah, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? Yeah. I guess. Also, something to look forward to is the the new from the terraces podcast. Mm. Oh yeah. Which launched a couple of weeks ago. Is it? Presented by by a familiar face in in yeah. Rory Fallow and uh, our very own Matthew Keelan. Uh, Rory Fallow's our very yeah. own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Our very owns. Yeah, you should listen to that. Um, yeah, it is good. If you want to hear, really hear more of this yeah. brilliant um, insight think, into football yeah. that I offer. I think the best thing about it was like um, the way um, it was edited together. I thought it was like really beautifully edited. That's what I thought. I think, yeah, I'll have to find out who did that. Cause, I know, uh, I know. We just, I just randomly send it somewhere and uh, uh, it, com- was, it comes yeah. back edited. I mean, it was really um, was quite spectacular, um, especially the theme tune, which is great. I'd like to congratulate whoever picked that as well. Uh, but yeah, you should listen to oh, that uh, as well. Yeah, you should. Um, listen every to our podcast. Week. Yeah, yes, there's be thousands soon. So, well, I hope we yeah. we are aiming for thousands. So, get yourself there. Um, make yeah, you, you please be one of those thousands that listen and follow us. On social media, mm. at I can't remember the thing. Terraces, terraces from the terraces. At terraces from is the te- from the terraces gear. Terraces I'm sure you could find it somewhere. But terraces podcast, I think, is the. Do you know like things that fo- like them. football fans fume about that don't seem significant to other football fans? There's an example of this um, in the next right. bit, which is the sign on the ticket office which says Knotts Forest. Yeah, they do not, I've written they that do down. not like that, do they? Oh yeah, it makes them it really angry, it. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do not because like not, that. Not is not county. The county, the county yeah. yeah. So it's the other yeah, team. Yeah. It's like if somebody oh, said sure. about actually, it's, it's like if somebody said about Howey, the lads about Sunderland, or if somebody yeah. uses Howey and it's referring to Newcastle. It, it's yeah. Just, yeah, you can't, you can't do it. Can't be done. Although there is some um, some footage of Paul Gascoigne wearing a Howie the lads 
hat. Yeah. And it's spelt with uh, spelt the Sunderland way. Yeah. So I think it, it, I reckon he might have been one of us. Mm. Well, Just very very deep cover. Well, we did try and oh, sign he's gone him, to ex- sort of extreme lengths to cover it. Yeah. And yeah, we did try and sign him this this season, obviously, didn't we? But. Uh... What the fuck are you doing know, this not, season? No, this season. To be fair, you wouldn't rule it out. Like, in, um, oh, we've got we've signed uh, we've signed for ten million pounds. Yeah. Well, we didn't sign. We didn't we sign did, Gascoigne. Well, we didn't, we didn't sign Waddler. Yeah. And the, and it's his debut against uh, against Notts Forest. Notts Forest, yeah. Um. And I, I think I, the, the bit I love about this this little section um, is what we were talking about the other day when when we were saying you know foot, uh, football managers in the director's box. Yeah. Um, it, isn't it weird that they're sat next to the chairman and he's like right next to Bob Murray? And he's, I know what as a chairman, would you not be tempted to kind of like tap him on the shoulder? Imagine being sitting next to like Methvin, knowing what he's like in the director's <laughs> box during the game. I get the impression. Change it. I get the impression that uh, the directors in this um, are very different people to the direct to the directors we got now, in a positive sense. But do you think, like, when he's left, yeah. like they just all looking at each other, going, oh, "No, that was a bit awkward, wasn't it?" <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> what's their problem? Yeah, <laughs> bit awkward, bit awkward uh, when you were. Uh, just saying, uh, fucking hell, like repeatedly um, <laughs> for like, forty well, minutes. That was, um, yeah. Yeah. fucking hell. So that was, um, yeah, bit, bit, a little bit much, Peter. But I've, I've I mean, a word with him. I mean, the ta- the tactics, very, very clearly laid out. So I don't understand how they couldn't carry out that on the pitch. To be honest, because it is literally just give it to Wadler. And get in the box, and the other tactic yeah. which I enjoy yeah. is get the ball and pass it, which I feel as though is as a fundamental of the game. Um, it seems a little bit basic. Yeah, I think yeah. Maybe Gina McKee's right. Yeah, maybe maybe she is football. Gina McKee's from the Brian Brian the from the Brian Clough school of like yeah. football as a. Is a simple game made complicated yeah. by the people. Football is a simple game. But re- Give it yeah, to Wadler and get are in the box. Fairly clear. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe that's what you should have said when they signed him. <laughs> Gone like, it... and obviously with football being a simple game, signing Wadler means that they'll be able to adopt the age-old tactic of give it to Wadler <laughs> and get in the box. And there, and then there, here it is played out. It disastrously, Lionel Perez got the wrong end of the stick when he heard that because he, he yeah. gave it to Wadler. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, to be fair, you say that, but it there's no chance. Of, there's no chance of his goal kick reaching one of our players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was ter- his distribution was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give it to Wadler while Wadler was still playing for yeah. Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Give it to Wadler while he was playing. Yeah, while so he Dave was playing Bassett against was the, uh, Yeah, Dave Bassett was the Forest manager at this point. He was the um, he's very much the kind of the the firefighter. Yeah, he was. Dave yeah, Bassett. Was he Allard- Was he the Allardyce? Like save them, Harry. He was Harry he was Bassett. Allardyce for some inexplicable reason. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he'd come in just before this game, I think, um, replacing player manager Stuart Pearce. I love a player manager. Well, the the great story about Stuart Pearce, he was, like, he was on TFI Friday yeah. at some point in that season. And um, he said he was having a great time of it. And he'd picked what he thought was like a really great team it was a winning team but he put like 12 players on the pitch no <laughs> hadn't, count, it, hadn't counted his goalkeeper no it wasn't quite he, he picked he picked 11 players but he hadn't included a goalkeeper that was it he hadn't put a goalkeeper on the he pitch he hadn't put a goalkeeper in the team no, that's so he issue. picked 11 and not a goalkeeper neither did we so his wife, his wife was like you haven't picked a goalkeeper that's so, great like, oh no oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah, it's too late now I've submitted the squad <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to have um, <laughs> roll yeah. on, roll off so, subs really have to, have, to deal yeah, with Stuart, that. Yeah. Stuart, it's the, it's the FA here. We're just, just questioning <laughs> yeah. your uh, team selection. Did did you mean to put a yeah. goalkeeper on the bench, not on the pitch? Did you? No. Was that yeah. no? Yeah, was you that mean not? yes, you did mean to, <laughs> or no, you didn't mean to? Did you mean to put Des Walker in goal? Uh, it's a difficult game this it football, is, isn't yeah, it? It's hard. I mean, it's just you yeah, know, it's, it's a, simple a simple game. game. Simple game. You give it to Waddle and go in simple the box. Game, yeah. Basically, that's it. Make sure you select a goalkeeper. Yeah. So this, this, speaking seriously, this is. Had we won this, it would have been different, different story altogether for this season. Well, yeah, it would um, have been. And we were, we were winning until Dead, Down, until Dead Little scored the another terrible goal. A no, game an of, awful goal. Do you know, for, for maybe the problem was that we played too much head tennis because we, we keep seeing it with topped head tennis yeah. in our little penalty area where we're like just headed up in the air. The lad's like, yes, yes, oh no. As the ball slams oh, no. past Lionel Perez. <laughs> it didn't even slam, trickles past him at six inches to his right hand into the bottom corner of the net yeah. as he dives just somehow away from the ball. <laughs> the other way. Yeah. Yeah. As he disappears into a black hole. Be like you'd be listening to it on the radio. If you were listening to football on the radio with Perez in goal, and you might hear, "Oh, and he sent Perez the wrong way," and you presume it was a penalty. Yeah, it was actually like a strike yeah. from thirty-five yeah. yards, which he's just dived the wrong way for. So the the uh, what what strikes me about the the post-match stuff is that how intimidating the uh, the press match press conference is. It's very because obviously. What I was kind of used to was a bit more of a sanitised version of, of this, and the the manager would be at a very safe distance from from the rest of the press. But this is like they're right on top of him. Mm, wouldn't be allowed now. I find that really intimidating. Like, kind of leaning over, yeah, right, yeah. And as well. Like, what do you think about Waddler? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, early adopter of the year, but no, um, sort of um, answered the questions yeah. as well. Peter Reid, sort of like. Kind of the, the that Lampard does now a lot of where it's kind of mm. the yeah sort yeah. of serious serious point, point light hearted point serious point adopted adopted approach from Reid um, yeah you know, an early an early adopter was Reid but yeah the so Tommy Porter's uh, was really pissed off about yeah. this. Um, so gutted that he he couldn't speak anymore, which is it's very kind of reminiscent of of what Peter the taxi driver from yeah. from Sunderland Till I yeah. Die was like when you, know, you you can't talk to us anymore. Yeah. Away. When he closes his JCB door, yeah. he leads me to think is that is that where he lives? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But he is. He brings the curtain down. He's got. He went. He did. He, he was. <laughs> he kind of has a bit of a dig at Matthew here, because um, he says a lot of people uh, wrote us off. Um, <laughs> so written writing us off. So maybe he's. You know, maybe you should watch what you say, Matthew, in future. Yeah. So, so, so say what, Matthew say what I want. Thanks. Yeah, I was yeah, four. Written off. Yeah. And I still wrote you off Which correctly. Still, still written off. <laughs> um, but again, Fickland's like, just like every time I watch him on this, I kind of like wish he was still involved because he just seems like a yeah, nice he's great, he? Just yeah. such a nice man. I like his and, socks. Well, yes. I mean, we'll get on to them <laughs> later. Um. Yeah, they're, they're both they both both Fickland and Murray come across. Yeah, I know. Come across really well. Yeah, they feel a bit bad. In the, in the fullness of time, you kind of think. Yeah, they speak well. And Fair the fact play. that they put, they put their own money. Thomas Sunderland fan. They put their own money in to the club as well, and yeah, they, they don't take any money out. And no. you know, to, for them, they, both, these are concepts that we that yeah. that we don't understand now. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. we're like massively uneducated in business terms, yeah. but yeah. Putting your own money yeah. into a football club—that's that, that's pretty. I mean, but to not—it's obviously not the done thing know, now. It didn't take a wage. I mean, it, that that stadium is just a magnificent achievement for that, that they did. Like it really is. The the in like a, in yeah. the in like you say in hindsight, it doesn't mean everything was right that the, what they were doing because they were doing. No, but everything things. was done. In, yeah, but everything was done in the best. But yeah, like, they did have the best interests. Yeah, and, you know, and like obviously Murray's come back and done some fantastic stuff with the foundation, the beacons there now, and you know, like yeah, he wasn't perfect, but nobody's going to get it absolutely right. And the fact that you know Fickland was talking about you know Premier League boards having no um like fans on the board or no no people with vested interest in the football clubs. That they're all in on the board. He was saying we're like kind of a bit like unique in that we were in the Premier League with a board full of Sunderland supporters. Um, yeah, that was really interesting. Like, yeah. in, in, in it, you know, it's great for like we're talking about hindsight there on our views on those people, but a great foresight from them to, you know, th- this is what it's like everywhere now. There's, there's, you know, in the modern Premier League, the the primary interest is. You know, it, it's not. It's an ego thing, isn't it? It's you know, I've got. I'm interested in this football club. Like I, you know, I'm. I'm. You know, the part of this winning. I'm just gonna. It's like a computer game. It's like it's like life. It's like championship manager, but in real life, yeah. a lot of these like owners. Toy, really. Yeah, it is. And yeah. It is. But I did sort of laugh a bit at where he was like talking about um, the stadium being built, and he was like, "Oh, I had a few lost days because uh, of high wind." And I was just imagining, uh, yeah, I was just imagining Fred with like a giant billows, <laughs> like sort of near the stadium, like pumping the uh, blown away, just blowing a fake wind across to try and uh, you know mug him <laughs> off. You can't, you guys. It's him, it's him, it's him, it's him Are you painting Fred now as a saboteur? Yeah, it's him up there. It's not him what up you there, mean Fred. It's, it's you. It's you with your big <laughs> giant with your giant billows. <laughs> the stadium's Fred, Fred doesn't appear. Oh, no, there's no Fred. 
I don't, I don't, I don't feel like Fred will be coming back. No, sacked for the rest of the for the for the <laughs> he's other blown away. episodes. Yeah, he's, well, he's he's you know he's been hoisted by his own billows. He's gone. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. He, he certainly. <laughs> he might. He might gone back. We don't know. We'll have to wait he could see. go on back. We'll what, see. Back, but um, one person that is there is uh, is Carol, the sports mm. psychologist. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So direct. I mean, this is. I don't know if this is ahead of its time or not. It's but, of its time. Um, it's Drury territory. Or of its time. We're in Drury territory. <laughs> yeah. We're into the Drury era. So yeah. So they they bring this this sports psychologist in to see if they can kind of gain some kind of margin. Get some kind of marginal gains. Um, in terms of, of, of the dressing room, which is exactly the same size, the home dressing room, same size as the away dressing room, but they want to get a colour scheme that would uh, that would put the away team at ill at ease. Um, so maybe, maybe they've redecorated it in the last couple of years because yeah. everyone's having yeah, a lovely time yeah. when they come to us now. Did, um, did this sports psychologist cost £10 million? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. But she tells like a really terrible wow. anecdote as well about um, a, don- <laughs> a dentist surgery that has like yellow border, and how it was the reason the dentist put it in there is because he doesn't yeah. want people waiting in there too long. It's like, well, they haven't got any control over that. It's not like they just come in well, for a laugh. I don't really it's have like, a choice. Yeah, like, I've got to wait for to see you. Like, what time's your appointment? Half three. I'm coming in at ten. <laughs> yeah, just so I can wait. Yeah, just wait around <laughs> in there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't choose. If you really it. want to get rid of it, just just put an actual wasp in there. Don't, yeah. don't <laughs> yeah. have like yeah. Kind yeah. Of the, the illusion of a yeah. wasp. Just put a wasp in. Just release one in. Because I'd I'd run a mile. It's like the problem is. Yeah, I don't like wasps. I, I hate wasps. In the cha- in that in that. Um, that's what they should have done with the changing room. Yeah, I mean, in that dentist dress dressing room, dentist waiting room. Um, the problem was he had like obviously like the bar. Um, and there was like a whole like sort of computer entertainment system area. It was like a cinema screen, and they were the things that were keeping people <laughs> in. The de- but he did have the yellow yeah. striped border, which was like obviously repelling people from using his <laughs> services. I don't understand what, what what kind of mentality this dentist has. You know, I, I hope he's been struck yeah. struck off, written Degree? off. You know, you know, for me. Well, the missing. The sh- I, I don't know how much they paid. Obviously, it must have been thousands but, to Carol well, definitely to come in. But why didn't they ask someone like Steve Agnew? Well, bring him in and and say, what do you think would imp- like not improve, but what do you think would be more intimidating? And he would he would essentially say, no, 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 like you know what? Like getting dressed, right. put, trying to put the socks on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is really that's one of the hardest things to do in the world. Actually, you put a sock on without sitting down. That's official. It's an official, yeah, officially one of the hardest Steve, things to do. Well, it's a thing that Steve Agnew has had a court with mm. for well, it's, fifty it's, years. I, I don't feel as though Agnew corpse. Yeah. I feel as though he embraces. He's got a very different attitude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe he should be a sports yeah. psychologist because you know his attitude is you know exemplary. Um. Exactly. But the the other it was weird. To also, hear. quite quite funny that she like points out that red red is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. have a have a have a word have a word, have a word have a word with him. Yeah. I think <laughs> they were saying red's a good color for like positive stuff, but a bad color for. I believe their way color dressing rooms are yellow, yellow black, tiling. Um, are they? Yeah. So. 
danger colours, nature's danger colours. So. What, at the stadium of light? Yeah, yeah. They, were, they used to be like a blue, they used to be like a pale blue. Um, That's a cold colour, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really cold, yeah. But it's weird that, um, like, like, the guy, you'd, one of the directors is talking about Deadline Day, and, like, it's weird to hear somebody talk about Deadline Day in 1997. Yeah. Because yeah. two very different things. So they things. were somewhat different in those days. Two very different um, things. There was a club secretary that was talking about yeah. it. And he was saying, like, oh, I usually tell the wife, uh, don't expect yeah. them home too early. Yeah. But this this time, not so much in the the, 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 the squad are training at Roker Park. And uh, there is no activity. Yeah. Well, no, because Waddler, no well, Waddler was all get. Right, again, so, like Peter Reid states... There's no players available. <laughs> None of uh, that. Yeah. Like there's not basically no. I've had a look. He's read the book no. cover to cover. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, I've got. He's a made problem. the funk. I've got a problem spending three to four million pounds on a player. So yeah, you but sure the problem Peter, is Peter. Yeah. That player is probably worth twenty million pounds, Peter, yeah. and you want to spend three <laughs> to four million on him. And that's that's. <laughs> can't you see? There's a pattern here. That, that is where that, the issue that, is. That is the issue. It's your valuation <laughs> is ludicrous. Nah. Nah. Yeah, there, there was around that time. There was a bit of a joke about us always going in like low balling clubs with, with like kind of derisory offers. So they'd like you'd see on like the, on the CFAX where they'd do like a transfer roundup and say like, oh, Nottingham Forest have offered six million pounds for Pierre Van Hoydonk. Then it was like the joke would be afterwards Sunderland think they can get their man for like half a million. Fifty p a pound. Yeah, yeah, fifty pence. <laughs> We'll, we'll put a bid in. We're going low. What uh, what sort of figure yeah. you think? It's a respectful bid. <laughs> Fifty pence a pound. Fifty pence a pound. I think that that that'll that'll secure our man. He's not worth any more than that. Sunland sign Chris Waddle for fifty p a pound. Well, it was pretty nearly was really. <laughs> was. Well, it was thousands. Well, it was literally thousands. Taking it, if you take into account inflation and all. It was that. two and, yeah. t- two Andy Welshers. <laughs> Similar style of player, so, Andy Welsh and Chris Waddle. Yeah. So next up is the Tyne, the Tyneweir derby, and well, this uh, is it's, great. It's a beanbag. I'm really always it's laughing great. a lot at the man on the turnstile. Just, yeah, I can do yeah. without this, mind. <laughs> I can do without this at the moment. <laughs> because the Journal and the Sunderland Echo, and also was it like Look North as well, and and the and Metro, <laughs> Metro Radio. Radio just mugging this man off. All somehow got the information that, that Sunderland were offering maybe. tickets on the gate maybe. for the beanbag at, uh, at Rugby. Maybe someone incorrectly. Do you maybe a journal. Fred. Do you reckon? Maybe a journal incorrectly. Fred, isn't it? Maybe a journal Fred, incorrectly. Can you just man the press office phones for the, for, the, for the next half hour? Well, she wouldn't get many questions on the transfer deadlines. Gone. Someone in the local <laughs> press could have maybe given the wrong, the wrong information out about the beanbag. Do you remember? Do you imagine uh, like yeah. the the guy is like at home? Oh no! Like having his tea, having his tea, and he's like put sucks north on. He's like, there's no cash turn sales on. There's no cash turn sales on. He's like Jane. <laughs> like saying it was a wife. And like, there's no cash turn sales tomorrow. They've just said on the telly, like you know. And he's got and no way Jean, of got, in there. Gene's got the echo out. Well, it says in here, it's a chance tomorrow. <laughs> so, hey, wait, lad. Absolutely stotting all night. 
Just in this, all, so he gets to work. <laughs> so he gets to work the next day. He's absolutely fuming about it anyway. And everyone's going, "No, calm down, mate. Calm down. You know, it might not happen. No one will turn." And off. sure enough, there's two hundred people outside. <laughs> Wait, we're having to move people now. Having to move, <laughs> you know, somebody from a one seat to another one to accommodate some other people. All because some journal incorrectly printed some yeah. information. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure no, was, uh, hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully that journal was relieved of his shirt after this, uh, yeah. after this incident. Well, hopefully that journal got the redundo. Yeah, we got redundo. Severe redundo for that journal. Burn this shirt. Burn. Yeah, it's the ceremonial burning of the shirt. Obviously, um, that took place in the. Uh, on the oh, hills um, outside the, off, off the uh, A19, the, where the, uh, yeah, outside, outside the, the Echo um, offices. Outside the... <laughs> <laughs> the ceremonial burning of the shirt for any journal who yeah. leaves the industry under a cloud, which is quite literally a cloud a of with thick brown smoke yeah, obviously yeah. up the journal shirt. <laughs> so beanbacks are very much a 90s yeah. thing, at the yeah. 90s, 1000s thing. Oh. We don't get them now. Yeah. Um, I know we had... A beanbag of sorts oh. for the for the Accrington game earlier last yeah. season, but it's not the same. It's not like a big LCD screen in the well, middle of the pitch, and you you're sitting in your seat. Big screen. Um, I mean, <laughs> tiny screen. It was big. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's not like a fourteen inch Samuel television. It's, it's, it's a tiny television. Like it's not like it's, it. It seems small to me. I'd like, and I remember going. I went. We went. Obviously, me and Richard went there. We went to like a, a bean back. I've been like a few, and this if it's sunny, that's it. You can't see the yeah. telly. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And... Fred, have, Fred, have you sourced the telly for that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, it's not my fault. You can't see the telly. It's him up there. <laughs> I told the man I wanted fourteen foot, not forty yeah. inch. It the, it's uh-huh. the, the stone, the Stonehenge um, incident, but with with yeah. a telly. Yeah. On the plus side, it had like fast text and night comes down, and and a video player beneath it, which is very nineties. Lovely bit of um, Roger Thames. Um, yes, I've oh, written Roger yeah, Thames. Just, yeah. You know, one of the voices of the of the era in the in the area, and a lovely man. Um, if, you know, if you've yeah. ever, he's been on the pod a couple of times, and he's a very nice man, and he's still knocking about doing his thing. Um, he basically yes. was Northeast Sport. For like, like even like all of the programs, like any sports yeah. program, it was just like presented by Roger Thames, produced <laughs> by Roger yeah. Thames, executive producer Roger Thames, edited by Roger Thames. It was pure. It <laughs> yeah. was just full Thames, one hundred percent Roger Thames. Um, so it was nice to hear his voice on there. Not credited though. So well, yeah. well he was ironically, it's like, ubiquitous. It's ubiquitous with the with the nineties. Northeast footballs scene, wasn't he? Yeah, um, the voice, the, the voice of football. The he's, he's, scene. Like, he's an Arsenal fan as well, which makes it the scene. The scene. <laughs> the scene. He's an Arsenal fan as well, which makes yeah. it a little easier. The underground, but the underground scene, yeah. the underground Northeast football scene. <laughs> it's Roger Thames yeah. in like some like dingy, yeah. there's a massive dingy, dingy. It's like the Hacienda, dingy back room watching watching Sunderland RCA against Concert. The seat, that that's that's yeah, that was that was it. But yeah, he was obviously he wasn't adverse to commercial opportunities, like something in Newcastle. So all of this doesn't get away from the fact that Alan Shearer was miles off. Oh, I, I, I know. Like, yeah, like, well, 
Like, yeah, like, VAR. Don't even need VAR. I mean, that, that's like it was like I can say with it was eyes. in. He was in the Gallagher end when he scored goal that. Line. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Tom, Tommy agrees as well. So, yeah, offside goal, offside goal. It's a good <laughs> result. Celebrate the one-one. He's weirdly, weirdly well, too happy about like, I mean, that one-one draw. Knowing what we know now, that that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. really happy. <laughs> he nearly throws his son over the stand. Knowing how, we like, got, like, how disappointed we were. <laughs> With excitement. Knowing how disappointed we were after the. After the Mitrovic uh, late yeah. equaliser, I was I was gutted. You know, if, if you've yeah, got it in your hands yeah. and you get a late equaliser, was it a late? How late was like, it? Um, it was like, well, late, like seventy eight. Mm-hmm. I think it was late. It was about ten minutes to go when they equalised. Seventy eight, seventy nine mm, minutes. Annoying. Which one? The the Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, it was. The, yeah, um, she yeah, it was. One, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. I'll just check. Late equaliser. Seventy seven minutes. Yeah, so it was. But he was miles offside. Well, I don't remember yeah, him being so offside, watching it back, and now I'm annoyed. Like even before Tommy started talk, talking about yeah. being offside, I was like, I was like, I had my arm up in the living room. Yeah, like Bartes. I was like Bartes, yeah, Barker Tez, in the living room. Like, well, that's um, <laughs> stopped, stopped playing. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. But yeah, that leaves us um, a lovely point against the Mags. But Tommy very. Very happy about that. I mean, we haven't really talked about Lee Howie's giant shirt, which his big you know, journal shirt. It's not really it's not a journal. It's a fo- like, but it's just a massive like a yeah, massive shirt. Like, who's what? what yeah. you, I mean, you know, obviously Lee, friend of the show, and it was the nineties um, where kind of loose fitting clothing was in. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, this was. So almost this was both for Lee and Steve. Yeah, only <laughs> complimentary of his brother in this. Um, this mm. one, the relationship deteriorated. I think maybe <laughs> since somewhat. Um, yeah, yeah, he's very diplomatic about it, isn't he? But you didn't talk about uh, Fickling's um, lovely socks. Oh, Fickling's socks are great, aren't they? They play the match of the day theme. Jim Peter Reed's yeah. fascinated by them. Yeah, lovely little. They bit cost of, yeah. Peter Reid bought his own pair after for ten million pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, find out how much it costs. Like, let's start. Let's start off at ten pounds now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking socks. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not going to be bringing any socks in. <laughs> no socks. Um, Do you think Reid like haggles for everything? Like, is it like a Turkish market or something? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, oh, I like to think. I like to think that's how he lived his life. Is it time for Handy Andy now? No, because we haven't talked yes. about um, the bit that annoyed you. Should we talk about the bit that annoyed you? I don't know. I'm having a look at me now. Which bit that annoyed us? Because it annoyed me as well, but I feel bad because, again, she was just along yes when she recorded the thing. Oh, yeah. Well, go on, then. And, like, saying, like, oh, well, I'm going into the director's box. With yeah. My, my, like, oh, my yeah. I'm annoyed now. My I don't boyfriend's want to talk about uh, parents have... Director's like, box I, tickets. I couldn't, I couldn't be trusted. I don't yeah. think I'd be able to do that. How do you, how do you get a t- ticket in the director's box? Surely you are just a director. Tinner, you have you have a box. Yeah. No, you're not a director. You've got like you've yeah. got hospitality season tickets. So therefore, yeah, but like, that's not a hospitality season minted. ticket. That's a director's box ticket. Yeah, that's thousands. Because because what she's saying is basically that her boyfriend's. It, Dad is John Hall. When what she's saying, yeah. that's, that's what, what she's saying is that her boyfriend's a man, yeah. and that's bad yeah. enough. So. Her boyfriend's dad is like, Kevin. Re- Ke- is Kevin Keegan? 
that's basically what you're saying. <laughs> so, well, I'm annoyed get, now. Yeah, yeah. So, the guy, so the, the, the uh, pie shop man, though, who does say, like, oh, you know, if I went in there, I'd be coming out in a body bag, which I quite enjoyed. But, like, it's great how, like, there's not all yeah. of these people who are, um, uh, not obviously, no Sunderland fans like we go to the game. Oh, yeah. Um, they're all like, oh, well, I've like, got a ticket or I could get a ticket. Yeah. Um, I'm gone, like. I, I, everyone was gone. Like, uh, the, the painter as well, who was like a massive Mackham, is like, can, he basically <laughs> just cannot speak yeah. for like 100 minutes, basically. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, gone, like. What would you do when she was scored that equaliser? I'd go off it. I'd, I'd, uh, yeah. But as in, you'd, you'd be outed. Straight away. I know, but I, then I just then I just say like I'm a stickler for the rules. Yeah, like I'm a purist. I like to do all. I like to yeah, see all the northeast yeah, teams do. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm too disappointed in the linesman to celebrate the goal. He's really just like to see someone be good at his job, and yeah, he clearly yeah, isn't. Yeah, you just be like I'm a referee. So I'm a referee, um, and. I'm actually the assessor for the uh, yeah. for the officials today, and I'm going to have to make the linesman yeah. redundo after this game. Yeah, I usually would be in the director's box, but I can't get in uh, because there's just <laughs> thousands of people in there. Kids in there. <laughs> there's a turnstile. They all seemed really, they all seemed really annoyed when she was scored for some reason. The bloke on the uh, the bloke on the door of the director's box. I do without this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gene, they've said it again on the telly. They say they're selling the, director's, the, box. the, the yeah. director's box is free. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! It's in the journal that all Sullen fans can come in the director's box. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare tomorrow. <laughs> Paul Durkin was a referee. That's that like thousands of fans trying to get in the director's box. We've got the journal to blame for this. Not me. <laughs> got the Shields Gazette to blame yeah. for this. <laughs> got these... <laughs> the, East, the Easter and... What's it called? The blame for this. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunderland's next game after after this Newcastle draw um, was at home to Liverpool. Um, tickets are still available for that. So just be on the gate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just like people well, start, walking start into someone's episode. house. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Sunderland Echo said we could just walk straight in. <laughs> I'm going to do it up. It's that bloke as well who lives now. Do it up. He's just tucking into his Sunday roast. I'm going to do it. Gene, I'm going to do it out this morning. Yeah. So at the moment, it's like all, all the behind closed doors games. He's like working now at Old Trafford. He's like, well, I thought I could retire now, you know, but like I'm going to have to work the extra season because of what's going on with this corona. The Manchester Evening News have said it's pay on the door now. Oh no! Accident, accidentally <laughs> lets fifty thousand people yeah. in all trouble. Yeah, you got the Manchester. I'm gonna have to move them. I'm gonna have to move Gary Neville <laughs> gonna now. Move. Gonna have to take all these sheets down on my own that are covering all the seats. <laughs> saying, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Second spike of yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. Of him. Yeah. <laughs> Held personally responsible by the government. Thousands of cases. <laughs> so at the start of the episode, we, we're in 15th. The end of the episode, we're in 15th. So uh, 
Well, it's pretty good. Yeah, going, I mean, pointless, yeah. like pointless episode, not winning again. Can't see anything bad happening yeah. from here. Yeah, I can imagine things. Yeah. Things are looking up now. Yeah, yeah, if anything, um, I think we'll probably win the league now. Well, you would think so. That's it. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode to see, see how we do get on. Because, you know, now we've signed, now we've signed Chris Wadwell. I think, it's, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, up, up, up all the way. For I mean, us. They, they uh, top, give it to Wadler, get in the well, box, yeah. win the league. Give it exactly. a waddler and get in Division One. <laughs> That's it's a bit like the government <laughs> <laughs> advice poster. <laughs> Give it a waddler, get in the box, <laughs> win the league. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give it a waddler, get in the box, pass the ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm gonna get that done for the Yeah, do the that yeah, do that for the artwork. Give it a waddler. Yeah, do. Get um, in the box. Will you, um can we talk about Handy Andy now? Yeah we can, yeah. Yeah, Let's we can talk about Handy Andy, Andy yeah. yeah. So Richard was supposed to find out Handy Andy's fee. So have you done that, Richard? Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, and I, I didn't want to kind of. I've, I've got a nice thing going with his agent now, and I don't know if we're doing it by kind All of right. getting a bit needy. And I think you, we've moved you on had from one email from Handy Andy. Yeah, that's a, that's we're best friends. Yeah. Well, why wow. don't why don't you just ask him how much? How much? Because it. Well, it wouldn't really reflect well. But we on haven't you. also well, why haven't moved on. Why, well, why wouldn't it reflect well on you? Because if the price is reasonable, I will. If it's, he can going to pay it. If it, if the price is reasonable, <laughs> what is reasonable? Like low we thousands. will do the premier pressure premier pressures podcast, which was a follow up thing to this with Handy Andy. That is what that is. He's already said he's not really a football person. Doesn't matter. Even if he was, doesn't matter. If he's paying him thousands, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If he's being paid, what do you reckon his fee will be? Thousands. No, I reckon you... for for an hour. Yeah, hundred quid. <laughs> Don't know. I did buy, and I, I I told you this in the, in the last episode. Hundred quid, but you can't um, talk about the teapots. Yeah, I bought. Don't mention I the bought teapots. a handy handy book. Yeah, is it good, Richard? It's really good, actually, because I'm doing a bit of DIY at the moment, um, lockdown-wise. Putting these shelves it's, up. It's quite helpful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your wife asks yeah, yeah. for um, a door to be rehung, but you just thought you'd retile the bathroom instead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I rehung the door, but I did it with wires from, like, the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I thought since I've, like, got quite a decent grip on it, I put a few, like, books on the bottom as well. And just n- knock it through. Yeah, you'll, have to, you'll have to let us know what that's going to be, if that's still standing when you... Uh... When you well, go, I can't see there being any no, issue I with that. Can't either. Just knock everything through. Yeah, yeah. That's that. Paint the floors. Knock it through. Give well, it a water. Ta- Get in your the task- box. <laughs> knock it. Knock it through. Your task for next week is again to find out Andy Andy's fee. Because you didn't do it. No, you didn't. It's pathetic. It's quite disappointing, really. You've had extra time in between these episodes as well. I know. Obviously, we won't announce it on the pod. <laughs> yeah, otherwise um, you'll have... Because yeah. it's not really fair. Um, but we will, um, if it's a reasonable fee, um, then, you know... Yeah, agree. Let's do it. Right. Okay, I'll crack on. Um, I've had no reply from Ronan Harazzi, by the way. That is, oh, a, that um, is surprising, I have to say. I'm being ghosted by him. As it's because you didn't so. change your profile to the to your journal shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's probably that. Yeah. Probably is that. I might do that, then send him a follow up and go on any any chance. Yeah. 
He's wearing a doc. He's wearing fancy, like a fancy doc- drink. He's wearing a doctor's coat. So he's like, I'm not adding him. <laughs> oh no! It's like, not again. It's a sting. <laughs> I mean, the only fan will ever wait to find out that my arms are made out of like disposable coffee, disposable coffee stirrers. <laughs> it's like a really bad like project. Yeah. Well, there was a, a sketch of the era um, which uh, featured um, the six million rupee man, which was in a sketch show mm. called um, Goodness Gracious Me, uh, which is that concept, basically, yeah. which is a, a man made of rubbish, basically, because six million, <laughs> the exchange six rate on six is like not so much money. Um, so maybe he's the, what is this currency of Israel? And Ten million. Ten million is, I don't know. is, is uh, Israelis. I don't know. What's the currency of Israel? Don't know. Pounds. I'm going to look now. Hold on. <laughs> currency of Israel. Don't know. You are, what, are you asking Google? Yeah, I'm asking. Currency of Israel is the shekel. It's a shekel, of course. It's a no, shekel. Right, yeah. <laughs> shekel. Right, okay. Yeah. Right, let's. Shekels to pounds. Bear with me. It's 0.24 pounds sterling. 0.24. So it's a quarter of. A quarter. Right, so let's have a look. Four, four into one. So the six, so the six, six million. I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do the It'd transfer now. We'll one point four million. One point four million. Yeah. So for, it's quite a lot. Actually, yeah, probably get quite, you yeah, I mean, in his prime. He probably would. Well, I'm not willing to spend one point four million on <laughs> on a player. So. <laughs> Start, well starts below, at 1.4 million. Yeah, start, start, in Israel, they're starting at 1.4 million in Israel now, are they? <laughs> so, yeah, wow. Right. But anyway, there you go. Actually. It's, um, right, I, I don't want to get too deep into the uh, the exchange rate. No, we uh, want people to listen to the next to Sterling, one. But, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, we'll end it there. Um, Bye. On that, on that bombshell, yeah. So uh, stay alert. Uh, get, give it a waddle, <laughs> get in the box, and fuck the mags. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs>